So some of you have been uh, here for quite a while already, so you may be pretty settled in, but the majority of us probably are still landing, arriving. Mm. And so just to kind of give some outlines, naturally a certain amount of energetic disturbance occurs when you get uh, restless or looking around trying to sort things out tidy things up and get ourselves nestled in and then also we get uh, fatigued you get the energetic over uh, energetic slump occurs when you come out of over the fast drive of uh, your daily life you get the kind of crash effect so you get these two extremes, the most hyperactive, uh, fluttering around, sorting this and that out, and then the slump, <laughs> uh, and alternating between the two, um, with a uh, feeling probably not feeling so good about that. Uh, so, you know, just as I so often make a key point, this sense of embodiment, uh, and uh, it's a handy phrase, you know, handy word. It, it has certain depths to it, and it's not just physical. Um, it's more somatic, which is how the body experiences itself. It's an, like the, you could say the inner body, or the sense of the body knowing itself, the way the body knows how to stand up, how to walk, it knows how to maintain balance. Yeah. It regulates our breathing, helps us to sleep and so forth. We, we, nothing, things we can't figure out with our thoughts. It's primary form of intelligence, somatic intelligence. And uh, it, it's a lot more than that actually, but <coughs> mm. this is, so this is the, the uh, area that is really most uh, primary to for settling and, and stabilizing. You know, your thoughts will not do it, your emotions will not do it, um, but you have this somatic quality that uh, you keep referring to and steadying, your, steadying that within this physical form. The somatic quality is the sense of the body knowing itself and the first thing it needs to know is this physical form which is the tactile impressions right so not entirely the same but uh, settling your so your somatic presence could be just the kind of a somewhere up in your head or in the front of your body and that's kind of where you feel a lot of energy and down your legs nothing much your back nothing much yeah and so the, the two are not not the same and somatic energy can expand uh, uh, beyond the physical form beyond the limits of the physical form and then it becomes exceptionally subtle and pleasant physical form is not subtle or pleasant <laughs> but it, it can it can have good moments to it 
but it's mostly um, yeah, something rather they want us to carry around and uh, you know try to get in as good a shape as possible but it's, it's you know it's about 40 years or so of it it's certainly not going to get much better but what it does give us a sense of boundary you know, a reasonable boundary that's uh, the first thing we need to fill as I say the somatic presence can extend beyond that but uh, for many people it's not even uh, it's not even filling their whole physical body so using the physical form to uh, get ourselves uh, like uh, to start to open and extend the somatic presence is because somatic presence, like every other form of, in, of intelligence, is affected by um, um, energies such as uh, agitation, urgency, pressure, fear, aversion. Uh, um, these are negative effects. Uh, guilt. Uh, these are negative effects that create all kinds of pressures on the on your somatic body becomes uh, uh, overloaded, shuts down, uh, numbs out, or gets extremely uh, uh, agitated or contracted. Mm. And then naturally that acts as the base for one's emotions. Either that, if you're not, that doesn't act as the base, then your emotions get hooked onto pure sensory phenomena uh, and this is basically what happens for people because their somatic presence is so stressed or undercharged or uh, ignored then we have to get our, uh, our bearings on sensory phenomena to make us feel happy or comfortable or whatever you know? And naturally that's really uh, an understandable tactic, but it's pretty much addictive and non-progressive because sensory phenomena are always going to be hanging on to them. They're not innate, they're flittering, they fleet away, they're risky. So it's this shifting you know your your feeling base, your emotional base into your own body is in your own. This is definitely the wisest strategy. But of course, um, it's often a difficult journey because your s- somatic presence isn't great, and it's maybe something one can barely really understands or has reference to. Okay. So how do you know you have a body? Um, simple question. Um, okay, you know, there's a sense of tactile pressure on the legs on the floor, your feet on the ground, uh, any aches and pains or absence of them. But you can recognize all those sensations that you experience are happening to something what are they happening to? What gives you the sense of being receptive to physical sensation? Mm. 
No, it's an open question. It's not a matter of finding a verbal answer, but it's more like a, a pointer. What is the sentient body, a body of sentiency? Mm. And can that sentient body, that field of sentiency, uh, which we extend with breathing in and out, uh, Anapanasati practice, body practice, mindfulness of body, you know, what's happening in my feet, my ankles, calves, legs, thighs, trunk, you know, just steadily sweeping through back between the shoulders, back of the neck, back of the head, areas that we probably barely touch into, mostly with face and hands. So spend some time just checking in with sweeping around the whole of what you would understand your physical body to, to be, the boundaries of it, and see if you, how much you can feel of it, uh, and what it takes to do that, sense, sensitivity. Uh, now, because this somatic body is not purely uh, affected by physical um, sensation, but also by it's the interface, if emotional effects are carried there, a good amount of one's uh, somatic experience is derived from, we might say, emotional qualities, such as um, defensiveness or... Uh, overwhelmed, burdened, mm. Mm. Uh, feeling there's lots of things we have to do. And these definitely can find reasonable thoughts to validate them. Yeah. But they, once you, you begin to recognize how predominant these patterns can be wherever you, wherever you are, you see, no, yes, they're reasonable, and yet they're also programmed in. Programmed in. So I can start to create all kinds of urgency experiences. Is that true? I can create all kinds of need-to-be programs with, is that true? I can start to create programs of what other people think about me. Is that true? Or is it just some these are programs that are embedded? I can start to compare myself with others. Why do I do that? What's the point of doing that? How valuable is that? I can sort of go through regretting the past. Well, well why do that? Where are these programs? Why are they built in? Why are they, in, you know? Why does my, this mind start swinging out from just being here in a comfortable, quiet place into all these uh, um, familiar territories? Maybe why is the wrong question? How does it, what's the feeling of that? And... What would it be like if instead we 
began to plant certain strong impressions and check those out. Safe. How true is that? Seems a worthwhile uh, uh, approach. We've all taken precepts. Nobody's bothering me. There's no examination to pass. There's no. What would it be like if that were the case? How would your body feel? How would it feel around your? throat or your belly or your chest or your face safe welcome how would that feel true not true And just even when one maybe resonates some of these terms, you may, you can't necessarily prove that you're absolutely welcome, but can you prove you're not welcome? <laughs> and why carry that? Why not use a, a helpful and a blessed resonance to at least acknowledge um, a negative embedded one and dispel it work it out so yeah safe welcome and uh, resonate it if you have that sense of you know, very difficult to feel that way well Try practicing welcoming somebody else. People sitting next to you or behind you, around you. Just imagine you're opening, feeling they might not feel welcome. So how would that, would you like to extend a welcome to others? Just to, you know, wouldn't that be a rather beautiful thing to to do? Get the feeling for it. Welcome to share the space. What do you feel like if other people here were concerned for my safety and welfare? Actually, would you feel happy if I was feeling comfortable? Would, would like that to happen would like me to experience that and when you think of it wouldn't we all like that wouldn't we all like other people here to feel safe and comfortable and welcome I mean, why not <laughs> and can we just even bear that, that quality that wish that 
energy in mind, the blessed, the offering of blessedness, of safety and refuge, welcome to others and to ourselves. You give it to others, you begin to be able to relinquish the grip of fear, isolation, defense that can be holding you in a barely acknowledged way. Mm. Feeling it in your body, how would your body feel? If there was no urgency, if there was no pressure, would that feel confusing? What am I supposed to do? Operate the way the breathing operates. It's got a certain momentum to it. Breathing in, energizing, breathing out, discharging. It's got a certain purpose, but it's never in a hurry. It has a certain quiet strength to it. And this very body, in its settledness, gives us the, the lead, gives us the sign. And so you're using the body to train the mind. Using the body, the healthy body, the settled body, to train the mind using the aspiration, the encouragement to settle the body, just even using the wish to settle your own body, to be comfortable in it, as this, this is a way of bending one's mental intention in the right direction, steering one's mental intention in the right direction. May I be well, free from fear, free from hostility, free from worry, free from guilt, free from regret, free from needing to prove myself as something. much of our right effort is the energy to relinquish the unskillful. This is one of the fundamental messages of the precepts. It's the non-doing and the effort, the energy, the inclination it takes to check, pause, relinquish, relax unskillful programs.
Mm. It helps you to understand what effort is about. Putting your energy in the right place. So let's take some time. We'll have uh, half an hour sitting, and uh, any of this, uh, these suggestions. Uh, taking your time because what's said in uh, a minute can take an hour to fulfill.